celebrating the connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Okay, Judy has booked a big one today. If you've seen the viral videos and pictures of the Penn State squirrel. Um, everybody's seen those. Have you? Have you, I? I haven't till today. Oh have, come on, Joey. Have you no, seen I them? Either. You haven't seen them today? No, I haven't. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's hold up a picture right. of the microphone so people can see. Oh. See, this lady, Mary is her name, Mary Krupa, I believe. She dresses up this squirrel, and <laughs> apparently, it's a wild squirrel. It's not a pet squirrel. They rendezvous in the park, yeah. and she puts like these little pieces. hats and costumes, and the squirrel just lets her, and she takes lots of pictures. Isn't that unbelievable? Yes, it is. <laughs> She's a squirrel whisperer. She is. And she'll be joining us in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Also, Doc Halligan will be with us. And, oh, good friend, Carolyn Gracie from QVC will be joining us. She is actually, you know, she is responsible for really Animal Radio's success. Yes, she is. She helped us get started many, many moons ago. And so she'll be joining us. She's been on QVC now, I'm thinking, 15, no, 10 years, 10 years. Probably at least. And she, she does has the look, coolest job. She does really. And I know, <laughs> about it. Joey Volani, you had a chance to hang with her on QVC. Do you know? I I, I got to tell you, I got, I got a good Cowan Gracie story here. Okay. When we first came up with our original product, um, the um, waterless shampoo, and QVC rejected it, um, we sent it to her, and she went to them and said, "This stuff is fantastic. You got to have it on." So she's the whole reason wow. why that I actually got on QVC in the first place. Yeah, and you should check out the shampoo. It gets blood out of the carpet, and that's going to be important today with your topic. You're talking about floppy ears and. And how to keep blood from getting hematomas. Hematomas, yes. Tammy, what are you working on? Well, I've got a great story about a woman. There, there's nothing going to stop this lady from doing everything she can to find her dog, who's now been missing for a year. Oh. And the amount that she has spent so far, uh, it'll blow your mind. And she's not done yet until Havoc is home. Yeah, I don't think there's any amount that I could put on Mm-mm. finding my Mm-mm. animal. Yeah, me neither. Uh. But but this figure still, despite that, and we all say that, and we all would do it, I know it, still, this figure, it's (laughs) mind-boggling. One of my biggest, biggest wishes in the world right now is that she finds havoc, because uh, the love this woman has for this dog is just amazing. That's the name of the dog, Havoc? Havoc. Havoc. (laughs) Yep. Havoc. He's a Rottweiler mix, and it was November, I think, 7th. That was one year since he went missing. Um but wow. shall I tell you the figure? No, no, no. No, no, we'll, no. Okay. Make, make. we'll, we'll stick around for that. Yeah. Tell us, tell okay, us. Let, no. let me just no, no, say no. it would make a lovely down payment on a house. Ooh, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll find out, uh, of course, the house, my little double wide down the street is. <laughs> Killjoy, you guys. I want to know what it is. No, then you got to stick, stick around. around for that. That's why we call it a tease here on Animal Radio. Well, great show. Let's do the phones here. one 405 8405 to talk to you right now. Dr. Debbie, your dog father, Joey Villani, here to answer your questions. And you can actually ask your questions through the Animal Radio app also for iPhone, Android, and BlackBerry. It's a free download, thanks to those folks over at Dr. Fosters and Smith. So either way, if you have questions about your animals, now's the time to do it. Either download the app or give us a call at one 405 8405 Hi, Sherry. Hi. Where are you? Minnesota. Minnesota, where it's got to be snowing by now, huh? No, but it's cold. It's cold. Okay, well, I, I commiserate with you right there. You just say you're from Minnesota, I feel... <laughs> This time of year, that's not a place I'd want to be from. But uh, if you love the snow, 
I know, I hear you. I would love to be like on a tropical island, Hawaii, maybe something. Well, we'll send you our... Las Vegas, you know. Las Vegas with Dr. Deb. What's uh, the temp today? Oh, we're actually at 81 today. Oh, shut up. Uh, (laughs) What can I do for you, Sherry? Well, it's wonderful to talk to you. Thank you for your time. Um, I have a cat, and he's 12 years old. Um, He's um, never had any health problems. The only thing he's had is... um, Oh, what is the um, urinary stones that the neutered male cats get? Okay. Um, I just mentioned that because it may have something to do with what's happening now. Um, He will be needing, um, you know, how cats need before they're going to sit down and then they turn around in circles and such. Needing dough. He's he's making biscuits, right? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, he'll be making biscuits. He'll be doing that. And then it just started recently, and it's not every time, um, but sometimes he'll, his back legs will jerk and he'll get a little bit too excited, if you know what I mean. And I'm like, why is this all of a sudden happening? Um, you know, I've, I've never seen him do this before. Okay, uh, you're going to have to be a little graphic here. What, is that, what exactly is he doing? Um, he's like starting to hump he gets himself all worked up when he's kneading okay. and and this kneading goes on and on and usually he would do it and then sit down but now it lasts way too long and and goes into this humping motion thing and okay. yeah and i wonder if so he's he... okay or if it's something with his urinary and then he'll clean himself and he'll lay down and he'll be fine Okay. I mean, definitely with the history of having the urinary problem, that would be one of the things I'd look at because a lot of times the lower urinary tract, when that starts to give a male cat irritation, they really can have some kind of spasm qualities to the discomfort with that. So um, that would be definitely something I'd want to check out and check a urine sample and maybe even have a catheter placed um, just so we can make sure everything's working through there okay. Um, that is something because that can happen with male cats that have been neutered. Yeah, you know, and they can sometimes act just kind of uh, over-sexual, um, and that certainly is a possibility, um, you know, even if the neutering and everything was done right. Um, sometimes we can see that behavior, and the excess uh, petting and kind of the excess stimulation, especially if you're touching them on the back and the hindquarters, sometimes that will kind of set this kind of pattern of behavior off. So the best thing is when you start to get to that level of uh, kitty excitement, um, discontinue, stop um, petting. And, um, you know, that will, in most cases, turn that off really before you escalate it to a, like a kind of a really anxious behavior. Um, but just because there is that potential for that urinary problem, uh, some of these boys can really have some weird um, discomfort behaviors, um, you know, with the back end. And I've had some cats where they, you know, can become aggressive, um, you know, if you touch their their flank area up along the, t- the tail or on the spine because they anticipate discomfort. So there are some kind of odd things cats will do if that end of things is it's not feeling really good for them so i would definitely want to check that out well thank you so much i appreciate your time i will he's due to have his shots and everything i will have that i'll mention it to the vet and then um if he's if i pet him when he gets into that thing i'll just discontinue that and and move him off of me or move him off the chair or whatever he happens to be doing it yeah and just and don't tell him I was the one who told told you to get the catheter placed because I don't want to be the bad guy here. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. And you enjoy your weather there then. 
All righty. You have a good cold day there. (laughs) This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Oh, how old's your dog? She's six. She looks so young. She takes Everpup. What's Everpup? Everpup is a supplement made with all human ingredients that you put on their food. Such as? Probiotics, glucosamine, omega-3s. Wow. Yep, it's for dogs of all ages and made in the U.S. My dog loves the taste. My vet loves what's in it. Can I try some? Yeah, you can even get the first jar free. Just go to everpup.com slash radio or call 844-E-V-E-R-P-U-P. Everpup. How much time a week do you spend watching TV? More than you probably should? What if you could cut back just a fraction of that time to do something that could change your life, like learn another language? If learning a language appeals to you, you're listening to this station at the perfect time because Rosetta Stone is celebrating its Language for Life event with a life-changing offer. We're offering every caller an absolutely free demo. Yes, a free demo. To try your free demo now, you must call 1-800-954-9627. With Rosetta Stone, nothing stands in your way to learning a new language. No books, rote memorization, or boring drills. Quite simply, it's the fastest, easiest way to learn a new language, guaranteed. There's never been a better time to get started. Participate in the Language for Life event with a free demo from Rosetta Stone. Call 1-800-954-9627. For your free demo, call 1-800-954-9627. 1-800-954-9627. For all of you who are inspired to create your own unique holiday cards and gifts. For all of you, there's Vistaprint.com. At Vistaprint.com, creating personalized holiday cards is simple. Choose from hundreds of designs and add your own photos and special messages. And there's 60% off. Plus, personalized one-of-a-kind gifts are also up to 60% off. It's our best deal of the season. But hurry, offer ends December 7th. The only way to get this incredible deal is to go to Vistaprint.com, click the microphone in the upper right corner, and enter code RADIO60. Vistaprint.com, code RADIO, the word 60. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. It's Animal Radio, toll free at 1-866-405-8405. Reach out to our very illustrious dream team. Who are they? Well, Joey Volani, who's not only uh, a great groomer, but has his own line of... uh, Stuff. <laughs> stuff. Stuff. Stain removers. Stuffs. Waterless shampoos. All great stuff. We use them all here. And then, of course, Dr. Debbie, just an awesome author, too. She's written books like uh, Yorkshire Terrier, Shih Tzus, Pugs, Mini Schnauzers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. These are Kindle books, and you can get them over at Amazon.com. And uh, let's go to line four. Hi, who's this? Oh, I gotta press this button. I don't know why I'm just not pressing it together. I know. Come on, now. I need someone to press my buttons for me. Yeah, I want to press your buttons. Uh, and this is Sid. Hey, Sid, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Hal. Thanks. Where are you calling from today? Actually, Hal, I've been living in Mexico in uh, Ixtapa on the Pacific Coast. Ixtapa? Are you an expat? I mean, you yeah, ha- but I'm going to be a return pat here. Oh, why is that? Not <laughs> like in Mexico? Time. What What's wrong with Mexico? Well, you know, especially I came here for my for my dog to have a a, a more freer life from living in uh, Southern California, 
and um, it's not really that way. They just don't have the fines posted as obviously as they do in the United States. A little different. Well, at least you tried it. You can say you tried it. And exactly. But I'm coming home with some beautiful dogs. The dogs are the, the street dogs here are the greatest. I, I hear that. I hear there are a lot of them. So tell me, you got issues? I got the doctor here. Hey there. Well, actually, <laughs> hi, Dr. Debbie. Um, hi. My question has to do about leopard geckos. I actually um, brought my leopard gecko moved California when I moved here, and I was really lucky. I did not really realize how, um, you know, bringing an exotic a lizard down here, I was lucky to get live crickets and stuff after getting assimilated. But um, after she passed away, New Year's Day of 2013, I'd had her for almost uh, about 14 and a half years. Like wow. Like a baby. Yeah, and I felt I was so sad because um, there was an accident that probably was related to her um, not living beyond that time. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, was prompted then to do some research because whenever one of my animals passes, you know, I feel really bad and guilty and devastated. Sure. And, you know, I, I checked my books. I looked online. I asked a couple of uh, the vets down here. And... I heard everything from, like, 8 years old to 25 years old. And <laughs> yeah. I was curious, because you handle exotics. I didn't know if you sure. um, had experience with leopard geckos. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love leopard geckos because they are such a gentle lizard, and I think they are fabulous lizards for folks that are maybe afraid of some of the typical lizardy looking creatures. They're just very, um, very easygoing little guys. And I'd have to say, in practice, the, the reality is that I do not see these guys live much past 10 to 15 years of age. So I, I'd have to say at 14 plus, you, you did really good. But yes, you will find reports that, you know, they'll live to 25, I think even into the 30s. But it, those are going to be the rarities because I do, I do see that, um, more of them pass before that period of time. And, the vast majority of problems that I'd see, you know, and certainly if your little guy had, you know, a trauma, that's a little different. But the biggest problems that I see these guys for are sand impactions because a lot of people feel compelled to put them in sand substrate and they eat it when they're eating their little critters. Um, that's one of the biggest things. But also we'll see problems with, um, you know, egg binding, some intestinal problems or even mouth infections. So it's kind of be, they're the, the top ones that we see with these guys. So yeah, I think you did a pretty good job with your baby, and and I think it's great that you want to learn from you know making sure you know you did everything right, husbandry right, husbandry wise. Um, but yeah, they're they're fun little pets, and you know you may already know Sid, but some of the things about leopard geckos that are kind of cool is they have these nice fat tails, and they actually have the ability to shed their tail when they get scared. Um, so if a predator comes along and kind of grabs onto them, they'll just shed that tail as a defense mechanism. And so it is important that when you learn how to hold these guys that you're careful and aware of that. You don't want to restrain them by their tails in any way, or you'll get a kind of a lesser beautiful tail that will regrow down the road. Thanks, Sid, for your call today. Toll free. Sid called one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to reach the Dream Team. Do we finally have her? We do. Okay, this is very exciting. This is Mary Krupa, who is the Squirrel Whisperer, and uh, we've been talking about these photos that you've seen over <laughs> at Facebook.com slash Sneezy Squirrel, and it looks like the squirrel is voluntarily uh, posing, posing yeah. with all kinds of clothing and uh, hats and stuff, and I wanted to find out how this all 
started and what's going on here. So we brought Mary on. Hi, Mary. How are you doing? Great. You're a, a woman of not too many words. Where are you located right now? Well, at this very second, I am right in front of Old Main, which is the Penn State University's main building, and it's where Sneezy likes to hang out because there's lots of trees around here. It's kind of her home base. I so, actually have Sneezy right here in front of me as we speak. Oh, Sneezy's right there. Are you are you oh, trying yeah. to dress Sneezy right now? Not really, because we've been having some rains, and her tail's all soggy, and she is not at all photogenic at the moment. Okay, so let's uh, let's back up here a bit because, first of all, how do you get a squirrel to dress up, and and do you meet this squirrel all the time? Yeah, um, it's really more of the squirrel's talent than mine. I mean, the very first day I met her, she was a fairly young squirrel. I was out here in front of Old Main with some friends, and we were having some food, and the squirrels here, since they've kind of grown up accustomed to being fed by these students, they just kind of come right up to you and. Egg, and this one came up to me and started begging, and I gave her a little piece of my biscuit, and she just sat there. And so I kind of impulsively wanted to see if she would let me pet her, and sure enough, she did. Wow. And from there, it's not that far of a leap to go, well, if it lets me pet it, I don't think it would mind having a little hat on its head. Well, of course, that's so, the next step. Yeah, for me, it is. <laughs> so that's kind of how that started. I've known her for about two years now. Oh, right now, there's a, another girl that just came over here. Um, Sneezy and I are a very popular topic for all the film students that we have here whenever they need to interview someone. Sure. Do people call you the squirrel lady? I got to know, because Hal called you that, and, and I'm, I'm throwing him out there. <laughs> the squirrel usually whisperer. I'm usually I'm the squirrel whisperer or squirrel okay. girl, which I think is pretty cool, because there's actually one of the most powerful superheroines in the Marvel Comics universe is Squirrel Girl, and she's a college-age girl in her really only superpower is to call armies of squirrels to attack everything. You know, I'm, I'm assuming there's a lot of squirrels there. How can you make sure that it's the same one that shows up each time? Well, Sneezy usually hangs out in the same spot. They all kind of, they have slightly different gaits and slightly different sizes. Their facial structure is a little bit different. Their tails are a little bit different. And, you know, they can recognize people really well, too. So, like, Sneezy, sometimes she'll just come right up to me, and I don't even notice her, but she'll go and find me if I don't find her. Oh. Wow. No, how did she get the name Sneezy? I had to think of it in about three seconds. Someone came up to me and saw me interacting with her and asked me what her name was, and she didn't have a name at the time. But she does tend to sneeze a lot when she's, like, rooting around the dirt for acorns, and it's really, really cute. So I just decided to call her Sneezy, and the name's kind of stuck. So now you regularly meet this squirrel to dress him up. Yeah, pretty much every day. Whenever I have time in between my classes, I come out and see if she's out. And she's uh, becoming pretty popular, huh? Oh, yeah. She's quite the celebrity. How do you know it is a she, by the way? <laughs> because it doesn't have any nuts. <laughs> although, although, okay, let's talk about squirrel nuts, okay? Yeah. Can, can we talk about squirrel nuts here? Sure, okay. why not? Okay, because male squirrels, they can actually carry their testicles inside their yeah, bodies. Wow. So, they could be so heavy they, otherwise. They, yeah. Now, during breeding season, they're probably hanging loose. But, you know, non-breeding seasons, um, yeah. they, they can tuck them up and, you know. Yeah. How convenient. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the females, when it's breeding season, their mammaries get very, very swollen. Like, you can tell that they're nursing. So that's another one of the main reasons. Well, now, Sneezy's pretty popular. I understand that uh, Pepsi reached out. Yeah. That didn't really work out because they it didn't work with their shooting schedule, of course, when you're working with a wild animal. And Sneezy is, first and foremost, a wild animal. Yes, and not union. 
there's never any guarantees that she's going to be in a certain place at a certain time, and they were on a pretty tight schedule, so that never really worked out, but it all sort of counts. Well, you are an interesting young lady. What are you, uh, what are you majoring in? Um, actually, for my first two years here, it was going to be wildlife scientist, because I am, needless to say, a huge animal geek. And um, then I found out that requires quite a bit of calculus, and math has never been my strong suit. I'm kind of more of a writer, so... Uh, this year I switched my major. I'll be English, but I have a wildlife minor. Because English is so much easier than calculus. <laughs> yeah, they, for me it is. Isn't calculus the stuff you get on your teeth that the doctor is supposed to... Yeah, how that's it. That that's too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, well, that's calculus. Uh, Mary, thank you so much for hanging with us today. I had a lot of fun. Yes, yeah, Steve, here too. She said hi. Well, give her a big old pat or whatever you do on the back there. Give and a peanut we're, for me. Yes, we're going to post <laughs> pictures of Sneezy up at the I website. Yeah. If I put my phone up here, I wonder if you'd be able to hear her crunching on the smut I just gave her. Sure. Let's try. I don't know if, I don't know if it'll work or not. Let's see. Oh, she's done. Oh. She just gave a little bit of a sneeze and turned away. She probably <laughs> thought you were handing her the phone. <laughs> yeah, she, she's really curious about stuff like that. Like, if I'm using my phone, she'll crawl up on my wrist and start, like, sniffing at everything and... Well, very intriguing. I encourage people to check out your Facebook page at facebook.com slash sneezy squirrel. And we'll put links to that over at animalradio.com. Thanks, Mary. Had fun. Yeah, thanks for having us. Take care. I, You know, when I was a teenager and young person, I got into different kinds of trouble. Had nothing to do with dressing up squirrels. Maybe a little cow tipping here and there. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Radio is underwritten by Natural Balance Pet Foods, the finest food and treats you can buy for your pet. No matter which formula of Natural Balance Pet Food or solution-oriented treat you choose, it will truly be the food for a lifetime and a treat to treat them right. Visit naturalbalanceinc.com to learn more. Hi, I'm Jimmy Van Patten, and I'm here to talk to you about our solution-oriented treats for cats and dogs. Natural Balance Pet Foods offers several nutritious treat formulas with tasty solutions for pets. Our treats feature unique ingredients like venison, duck, and salmon, accented with cranberries and pumpkin, and offer grain-free options. At Natural Balance, our philosophy is to provide pets and their owners the food for a lifetime. Natural Balance treats truly treat them right. For more information, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. There is a movement. A movement to simplify. A movement to find balance. It is a movement that's defined in every Bosch kitchen. Bosch kitchens are designed to be everything a modern kitchen should be. The precise technology in every Bosch appliance was invented with you in mind. Side-opening oven doors that give easier cavity access. Induction cooktops with zones that adapt to the size of your cookware. Dishwashers with a third rack to fit cutlery, whisks, and tongs. And with flush installation, the Bosch kitchen gives you a clean, integrated, and definitively European look. There is a movement to value simplicity as a luxury. There is a movement toward perfection in every detail. There is a movement toward the 2014 Bosch Kitchen. Step up to a Bosch Kitchen package of three or more appliances and get a 10% rebate. See the new Bosch Kitchen at your Bosch retailer. Hi, I'm Junior, Director of Marketing for Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for us dogs. I have the best job in the world. Sniffing out hotels and destinations where they roll out the red carpet for canines and humans alike. To find out where I've been lately and to learn how you can travel like me, pick up a copy of Fido Friendly Magazine at your local bookstore 
or subscribe online at phytofriendly.com to find out what all the barking's about. The Movie Man six-second review starts now. Interstellar is a hell of a ride, but not a lot of fun. And at three hours, it feels like you've been to space and back. I'm out. The wait is over. Frank and Lloyd are back and dumber than ever. Dumb and Dumber 2 now playing. This is an animal radio news update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Testing cosmetics on animals has recently been banned in Europe and India, and a similar ban here in the U.S. will be on the front burner when the new Congress convenes in January. Virginia Democrat Don Byer is expected to take the lead on the issue. He's succeeding Representative Jim Moran, who introduced the legislation that not only bans testing makeup products on animals, but also bans the sale of any new cosmetics if the final product or any component was developed using animal testing. We'll see if it goes through. Their state, Virginia, is home to several big cosmetic companies. Fresh Pet, that's the company that has those refrigerators and stores that are just for their dog food products. Well, they've had some pretty good success, enough to get investors really going when its stock started trading rather on Wall Street recently. And now the company says it's going after the cat market. Americans share their homes with more cats than dogs, roughly 95 million cats to about 83 million dogs. That's according to figures from the American Pet Products Association. So how much would you spend to try and find your dog if he or she got lost? I'm not talking about a reward here, but paying for the effort of finding the cat or dog. The sky is the limit, it seems, for Janet Mahalafi of Georgetown. Her five-year-old Rottweiler makes havoc's been missing for a year this month. Now, so far... She has spent $35,000 trying to find him. That includes printing thousands of signs and flyers, hiring four psychics and private eye dog investigators. So far, no luck. Havoc got lost when he and his sister, Ray's, went on an off-leash run with Mahalafi in a D.C. reservoir. The dogs took off after a deer. Ray's came back. Havoc didn't. Now, her story's gone national over the past year, with some people saying she should just give up. Mahalafi says she doesn't think about the money. She's not going to give up. All she thinks about is finding havoc and bringing him home. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned, with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order, with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. You know, Canine Caviar for their great human-grade ingredients in your dog's food. We now continue that tradition and excellent pet nutrition with seven single-serving cat food trays. We love our cats and dogs, and that's why we're featuring all human-grade tuna, salmon, and chicken proteins with other hand-chosen ingredients to promote proper nutrition. They're in environmentally friendly, recyclable, BPA-free plastic trays. Look for Canine and Feline Caviar products at your local pet supply store or online. For more information, call 800-392-7898. 
Now is the time to get down to your local Kubota dealer for a great deal on a new Z700 zero-turn mower during Kubota's Gear Up and Go sales event. Need maximum productivity? Want outstanding terrain performance? How about an ergonomic design for optimum control? The Z700 is the new standard for turf care professionals. And right now, you can get great financing, a great price, and great terms. See your local Kubota dealer now. For more information or to find a participating dealer, go to Kubota.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. I can't really say anything spectacular about John Anderson of Yes, who we just heard there. Uh, he just has a dog. Just oh, a how regular, boring. Yeah. regular old dog. Might even have a cat, what's as far the, as I know. What, what's, what's so bad about that? a regular that? old dog? Yeah, there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. I just, you know, all these celebrities have, like, oh, iguanas. Exotic and, animals, yeah. Yeah, just wanted to bring that up. Hi, who is this? Talking with me? I'm talking to you. You're oh, talking cool. to me, I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to you. Okay, I'm Lucy. Hi, Lucy. How you doing? I'm doing good. Where are you calling? In, right now, I'm calling in from Maryland. When I called you originally, I was in Arizona. You get around. Yeah. You a driver? Drive a big truck. You drive a big truck. Oh, I love lady yeah. drivers. Oh, this is so much fun. I retired from my original career, and now I'm on vacation and getting paid for it. What was your original career? Registered nurse. Is, do you wow. like this better? Well, I, li- I did nursing for 30 years, and I liked that great. But after 30 years, I needed a change, and I love this because I've, I've been doing it for three years, and I've seen the entire country and Canada. And getting so, paid to do it. And getting paid to do it. Oh, you got to love and it. And I get Teddy with me. Teddy. Teddy. He's a half Shih Tzu and a half miniature Cocker Spaniel. Does he like traveling with you? He loves it. Mm, okay. He loves it. He's, he's, he's been, you know, I'm, I'm really disappointed that I never had a dog before this. Oh. He is such a love. You just found out about that, huh? Yes, I did. Okay. Well, tell your friends to get an animal. Yeah, I will. Okay. I will. I called you initially because Teddy has a ritual that he does. And I know it's got to mean something, but I don't know what it means. If he's given a treat or if he finds a piece of particular piece of food, I don't know if he, when he likes it or doesn't like it, but he'll touch the tip of his nose to it, back off four inches, touch the floor, touch the food, touch the floor. He'll do that three or four times. Then he takes it and carries it to his bed and buries it. Now, I don't know whether the, he goes back and eats it or not. I think he does, but I've found like four or five treats in there what does that mean that's very interesting lucy and hi i wanted to say hello and welcome to the show today hi, Dr. Debbie. hi. so you don't really know if teddy's eating these treats later on in the day no not not later on in the day because i mean he's, he's i've found like i said four or five days afterward yeah, and oh, so you're finding the uneaten treats down the road right does that kind of behavior go back to the beginnings of canines foraging and hiding their food you know, it certainly can be one way we could interpret that behavior is that, you know, he's kind of taking what's his and he's hiding it for a later date. I'm assuming he's the only dog in your in your truck. Yeah. You don't have yeah. other dogs with him? No. So it's not necessarily a competition type thing. It's just probably a, a way that he's kind of being a dog in his maybe somewhat uh, close environmental situations. And like, there could be some uh, psychological interpretation that, you know, maybe he thinks because, you know, the road is moving, um, you know, he has to make sure there's food accessible. Um, and it's hard to kind of understand how much dogs reason and kind of are, right. are reasoning through a situation like this. But I could totally make a case where he might be thinking, you know, I want to make sure I got this little snack later and don't know where I'm going to be. 
see. This might just be kind of a normal little uh, quirk with uh, your little fella. one 405 Judy and I were just thinking about the dog. Uh, it was a... Uh, his name was Donnie, and oh, he yes. was a Doberman Pinscher. Yes, and he would line up his toys out in the backyard, and he would line them up according to categories with colors and the types of toys. If, if there was a stuffed animal that was a monkey, he would put them with the other monkeys. My own uh, childhood dog, we did some interesting things. I used to think he had a great ability to pick out his favorite treats. I'd line up seven treats <laughs> in a row, and I'd let him smell and lick each one. It looked like he was reasoning through which one he wanted, and he'd get to pick one treat. <laughs> it's never the same one. He always kind of went and considered each one. So, you know, we don't know what's going up in those little heads of theirs. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Hey, how you doing? Good. Thanks We're for taking my call. Of course. How can we help you? You know, I got a uh, chocolate lab. He's six and a half years old, and he kind of runs free on our five acres here a couple times a week. I got to uh, pin him up for the Zion takes a uh, garbage trucks, but he had a little <laughs> trouble minding me, and and uh, he's he not real good at coming when I call him or or dropping the ball. He loves to play fetch, but uh, uh, he doesn't drop on command. You know, mm-hmm. is there any anything that um, you know? I, I worked with him pretty good the first year, and then we had a little baby come along, and then uh, you know, so I, I'm sure there's a issue there of dominance there being the alpha, but. Uh, I just can't seem to get him to, to drop on my command anyway. Is there anything you can relate well, to Sure, me? there's definitely some things. And the first thing we have to remember is that, you know, it's kind of natural for dogs to, um, I don't want to say guard items, but to kind of protect them, you know, because in, in their world, if we talk about wild dogs, um, their items, they have resources that they protect. So there's some natural instinct. The trick is, in your situation, we need to make the motivation to do what you want greater than his motivation to have that item in his mouth because that gives him a happy, feel-good feeling when he's got that item in his mouth. So attempts to take that away, take that feeling away. So we've got to recreate something that's more enjoyable than just holding that item in the mouth. So it's really a matter of positive rewards and finding something that we can use to our advantage. I have a lab, and food is a wonderful motivator. So I I would definitely encourage, you know, small tidbits of really yummy dog treats, um, potentially even things, this is where I hate to say things like this, but little bits of hot dog or things like that, where we can use that <laughs> as a positive reinforcement to get the desired behavior. Now, we don't want to turn this into a wrestling match, but in, in my labs, and I know in a lot of dogs, what we can do to help encourage them to drop and to train that to a command, to a give command or a drop command, is um, to give that command, ask for the behavior. In many cases, we can kind of gently put our fingers in the mouth and just kind of gently open the mouth and retrieve that. Now, when you do that, we don't want him to be anxious and nervous that the item's gone. We want to give him that positive reward. So you give him the little tidbit, good boy, good boy. And we kind of have to work that positive circle around and around and around. Because once you take that toy away, if his anxiety level's going up, we're actually hurting the problem there so that's kind of the the root to the whole issue there and uh, you know some dogs you know if if he likes to retrieve then we could do a multiple uh, retrieving uh, session so we have multiple balls so then that helps to train him that hey there's another item here don't worry give me that one you got another one waiting for you and a lot of times I'll use a small training leash to keep them by my side when we're doing this um, so that the other ball is thrown and he's not taken off, you know, off uh, out of your hand and out of your control. Because you can't expect a dog to follow the direction 
if you don't have a way to correct that in some way. So keeping him on that light training leash will certainly help. So I think that would be uh, be helpful. And I know my boys, oh, my uh, male lab, he loves his tennis balls, but he almost throws them at me now because he enjoys <laughs> retrieving them so much more than just holding that in his mouth. So uh, I know that motivation is big. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I was a little curious to go back to feeding him uh, treats because that's how we started type of thing. And but uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go back to that, uh, that style. Good luck with that, yeah. Joe. Let us Thank you. let us know how that turns out with your little guy there. one 405 8405 You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at one 405 8405 Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people. An Australian woman was recently sentenced to nine months of community service for smuggling protected fish from Asia in her dress. 45-year-old Sharon Naismith was caught in a Melbourne airport trying to smuggle the fish. Customs officers reportedly heard flipping noises coming from her clothes and conducted a search. In a specially made apron under her dress, they found 15 plastic bags filled with water and fish, one rare Asian arowana that Customs said was worth tens of thousands of dollars, and 14 catfish. Naismith, who had just arrived from Singapore, pleaded guilty to a charge of attempting to import regulated wildlife. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. Animal Radio's Hero People is underwritten by Zuterin, the only FDA-approved non-surgical method for sterilization of male dogs. Zuterin offers an alternative to neutering male dogs, thus helping reduce the pet overpopulation problem. One injection provides a safe, permanent, and virtually painless alternative to surgical castration. Zuterin, a permanent and cost-effective alternative to neutering male dogs. Learn more at www.zuterin.com. That's Z-E-U-T-E-R-I-N.com. Animal Radio's Hero People is underwritten by Zuterin, a non-surgical alternative to dog castration. One injection provides a safe, permanent, and virtually painless alternative to surgical castration. Learn more at www.zuterin.com. That's Z-E-U-T-E-R-I-N.com. It is that time again for another Hero of the Week. Remember, you can nominate your hero people by sending Judy an email. Here's the email address, yourvoice at animalradio.com. Let her know about somebody that you know that's doing extraordinary things for the animals. Today's hero, Joe Sowerby, he's a real estate guy out in, uh, I believe, Michigan. And he just gets involved with the animals to the nth degree every year. In fact, he created a couple of the biggest adoption events, really, in the country. Petapalooza, and then the uh, Meet Your Best Friend at the Zoo event. And we welcome him to the show. Hey, Joe, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. So what are you keeping busy with lately? Well, uh, my focus has been uh, eliminating poison gas in the state of Michigan. Mm. they still doing that, huh? Um, well, legislation has finally been passed, but only recently I've been working on that for four years. And believe it or not, there's still... 15 or 20 states that use gas to, I, I use the word kill, because by definition, it's not euthanasia. Well, you know, you're a real estate guy. You're not, <laughs> you don't work in the animal industry. Why is this so important? Is it a personal thing for you? 
Well, you know, I think that God blessed us all with a certain skill set, and my skill set is making deals. And I became enlightened to the plight of homeless animals back in the early 90s, and I just really felt driven to do something about it, which led me to found Meet Your Best Friend at the Zoo, which, to the best of my knowledge, is the largest adoption event in the United States. And subsequent to that, 10 years later, I started Petapalooza, which I think is number two. Over the years, how many animals would you say that you have helped find homes for? I can tell you with quite a bit of certainty, about 30,000. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing. That's why you're our hero this week. And I think what... <laughs> Thanks. Well, there's no laughing matter. I think yeah, what's important and encouraging amazing. about this is that you have a full-time job. You're busy with other stuff, but you found time to help out the animals. I think that's something that a message that I'd like you to pass on. Absolutely. My, my laugh wasn't that I think it's funny. It was just self-conscious. Yeah, I, I think that I do have a full-time job, but there's an old expression. If you want to get something done, ask a busy person. Joe, i got to say, in my experience as a veterinarian and going through school and meeting so many people that want to help impact animals and you know maybe get into an animal health career, not everyone does and not everyone can achieve that particular goal, but I think you have shown that you don't have to be a veterinarian or a veterinary technician to make an impact on animal lives. And I think that's something that for all those animal lovers out there, help how you can and within your own talents and your own way. And I think that's very special and, and you, you really exemplify that. Well, well, thank you. And, you know, I mean, the reality is that homeless animals get a raw deal. I mean, we call them man's best friend, but we put down millions of them every year in this country. And nobody wants to look the issue dead in the eye. I, I, I mean, they, they, people want to wring their hands and say, oh, that's terrible. Well, you're right. So, so stand up and be counted. Do something about it. For me, I've had a great life. I have a wonderful family, and this was this was my way of of putting back. You know, I also <laughs> I say tongue in cheek. I I also hope that you know God will give me a pass for the '60s and '70s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't we all wish that, <laughs> Joe? Thank you so much for what you're doing with animals and serving as an example and being our hero of the week. Animal Radio, toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. That's for any one of the Dream Team, Dr. Debbie or Joey Volani answering your pet questions. And occasionally, Dr. Debbie answering questions about, you know, goiters, human... But she's not licensed no, for that. Yeah. I just want you to hey, know. Hey, hey, you're going to get me in trouble on that. I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> uh, we did just get a call about the Everpup. Someone wanted to know what we were talking about. The Everpup, which is a little supplement made with uh, all human ingredients that you sprinkle on your dog's food. Uh-huh. Uh, we tested it. Ladybug tested it. She loves it. And of she course, everything it. that we talk about on the air, we test and we try. We would not refer you to anything that we don't test and try. And she gets that regularly on her food now. I just she, sprinkle it over the top, and you know she was always a finicky eater. She just can't wait till I sprinkle that, and she just gobbles it all up. And it's good for you too. So, mm-hmm. if you want to get this bottle free, and it's a month supply, all you have to do is head on over to everpup.com/radio. Everpup.com/radio, or call eight four four everpup. Eight four four everpup. And uh, we'll put that information over at the website, too, so there's yeah, so many questions Yeah, do it now. We, uh, we just finished, you know, and it's hard to talk about food after just finishing <laughs> a colossal Thanksgiving dinner. 
I'm going to have sandwiches all weekend long, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I love leftovers. And I, know I love turkey sandwiches oh, for weeks on end. <laughs> this, of course, is a big time of year for Dr. Debbie because a lot of people feed their dogs some of the crap that you shouldn't be feeding them, like uh, fatty the left- pieces, leftovers, yes. things you wouldn't eat. Turkey bones. bones, yeah. Old food, old food. We're talking, you know, a week old or, or more. <laughs> no, my dogs can't have turkey at all because they get explosive diarrhea from turkey. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So, so they can't tolerate yeah, it. I don't, I, but with the leftovers, the guideline is basically you don't want to, if you're not going to eat it, they should not eat it. So for me, in my household, poultry, it's three days. <laughs> three days in the fridge. <laughs> Some of us cook for our animals all the time, uh, every night. I bow to those people right now because that takes a tremendous amount of time, I would think, because uh, I cook for my family, and that takes a tremendous amount of time, mm-hmm. no less the animals. So when I saw this book come across my desk, your uh, pet chef, uh, there was actually, this was not the book that I saw No, come it was a different book. But these, what I'm holding in my hand, are holiday versions of the pet chef cookbooks with gluten and grain-free recipes for your dog or dogs. I'm just seeing these books for the first time, the 12 Days of Christmas book. Christmas recipes based on traditional holiday dishes that your pet is sure to love. We have the author on the phone with us, uh, Lisa Hennessy. Hi, Lisa. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. First of all, why is this so important to you, and how did you start doing this? Um, I started making food about five years ago when my rough collie, Shelby, was diagnosed with a degenerative disease, and my vet said, would I make a special recipe for her that would help slow down the progression of the disease? And I said I would. And then I eventually converted my dog to a homemade diet. And a couple years ago, the opportunity presented itself, and I thought I'd share my love of making food for dogs with others. So that's kind of how your pet chef came along. Why is it so important? Why can't I just pop open a can every day? Um, Because it has so many chemicals and fillers and just real junk in it. Um, Our food is really all human grade, all made just for the dog, um, and it doesn't have any fillers or chemicals. Um, We use all human grade proteins, uh, organic vegetables. I mean, it's kind of the same with people. You get what, you know, you get out what you put in, and um, you really can have a a healthier dog without as many medical issues as we're seeing now if we kind of feed them a more natural, healthy diet. Hmm. How do you know you're putting in the right amount of uh, nutrients and and such when you put together Um, your recipes? I worked with my vet on all my recipes, so they're all vet-approved. And basically, I rotate the proteins and rotate the organ meat um, because each organ has its own um, really key and essential minerals in it so that it's a balanced diet throughout the week. I'm looking at your book, The Eight Days of Hanukkah. I just wanted Uh to see, is the food in here kosher? Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, because um, here, full disclosure, I am Irish Catholic from the south side of Chicago. So (laughs) I did a ton of research because I didn't want to do anything wrong. And I had um, a lot of, I have uh, several customers that are Jewish that helped me. Um, So it's not kosher. But it is, um, it does have all the elements. So we have the parva and we have a dairy. So that's where I try to um, segregate it so that it's like, um, it's like a, 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 a real menu, mm. like a, from appetizers to desserts. I'm yeah. look, looking through the recipes. What recipe would be easy for just, you know, like me or a people beginner. listening, people that are beginning listening right now saying, I want to just start cooking for my animal? Um, in the holiday books, I would say um, the four collie birds, and it's basically um, a shepherd's pie for dogs. 
So it's um, just turkey with some peas and carrots with some potato on top. Um, I tried to make the recipes have five ingredients or less in a lot of them, and so they're really pretty simple. And in the Hanukkah book, the cauliflower, well, I'm going to go back to cauliflower. You can tell I'm a little partial. Um, the cauliflower latkes are quite simple because they're really cauliflower and egg whites. Um, and we just bake them. And my guys mm. love them. We like to eat them. We, we enjoy they them. Look good. Uh, you know, I'm just going to ask, can you share these recipes with your dog? They look really appealing. Share them with your dog. You mean right. share them with yourself? I mean, sh- yeah. yeah. Can they share them with us? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're really kind of for both. Um, and, you know, what's missing is seasoning because, you know, dogs don't really need salt and pepper. Um, so you might want to have a little, you know, you might want to spice it up a little if you were going to eat, like, um, in the Hanukkah book, we have the beef, you know, a beef brisket. We call it a beef barbskit. And, um, <laughs> you know, you might want to put a few seasonings in there because um, it's really kind of just meat, potatoes, and sauerkraut. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, we ate a lot of keys. Um, we enjoyed quite a few of them. As we were creating the recipes, any of the ones that maybe didn't work out, um, we enjoyed them. My my. My dogs are the official taste uh, tasters of the test kitchen, and they loved out every time, whether it worked or not. <laughs> they were fussy. I'm going to go ahead yeah. and give away some copies of these right now. We have five copies Great. of the 12 Days of Christmas, The Pet Chef Presents, and The Pet Chef Presents the 8 Days of Hanukkah. So whatever, you know, whatever you'd like, which one would you like, one 405 8405 It's toll-free. If you're not lucky enough to get on through for this, where can we pick these up? Uh, yourpetchef.com and um, and click to the uh, buy cookbook section. Um, and just so you know, anybody who goes to my website who does that, I donate back a dollar to Animal Rescue with the sale of every book. Oh, so that's you nice. can you can you can choose a rescue um, that's listed there, or you can put your favorite one on there. So yeah, we always try to give back. We have a really strong rescue community, and we really try to give back. Yeah. Awesome. I appreciate your time today, and you know what? I'm going to cook one of these tonight. One of these looks really good. Great. There you go. Wonderful. We'll give it a shot tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time, Lisa. Thanks. Let's uh, head back to the phones. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405 for your calls. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. This hour, Carolyn Gracie from QVC will be joining us. She's a good friend. I knew her when I worked radio in Los Angeles, and she actually was very influential in getting Animal Radio on the air in Los Angeles and all across the country. And now she's, for the last decade or so, she's been doing QVC where she... uh I believe she does afternoons on QVC and she, mm-hmm. or middays, one of those big shifts. And she's always talking about pets because she has pets. And she'll be joining us in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Uh, Joey, what are you working on? I am talking about hematomas, huh? giant blood blisters that grooming can cause called hematomas and how to avoid it and protect your pet against it. Are you talking about oral hematomas, like ear ones? Exactly. I didn't know groomers cause those. It's usually ears. Well, yeah, you know, I guess, I guess, I you got to wait until um until I talk about it on my tip. Okay. But yeah, sometimes <laughs> it happens. He's gonna make you stick around, Doc. That's right. Did, well, I'll fix those ears then. <laughs> I remember this story was a year ago about somebody that brought their animal to be groomed at a uh, it was either a Petco or a PetSmart, one of those, and the groomer cut off the ear and then super oh. glued it back on. Oh, yikes! That didn't go over well, did it? No, that didn't. No. Hey, Jeannie. Hey, how are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Where are you calling from? 
I'm calling from Roanoke, Virginia. That's a beautiful place. Spent a little time there. I got the doctor here, Dr. Debbie. What's going on? Hi. Hi. I am owned by a cat. Oh, at least you can admit it. That's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) He has me very well trained. I walk on my end of the leash. It works really well for us. Um, He drools more than the basset hounds I've owned in my life. Oh, in what situations? If this is a normal thing, because it seems to be getting that he drools more than he used to. And it's just really weird. (laughs) So, what context? When is he doing this drooling behavior? When he's happy, when he's being petted and purring and it just sits and drips off of him and then he slobbers it all over the place just like a DOG does. Oh, yes, yes. So (laughs) if this behavior is happening when he's in a content emotional state, we kind of call these guys happy droolers. And um, in most cases, it's a completely normal response. It's just a parasympathetic response that they have when they're in a happy place. Um, Okay. to stop it, I don't know. He's a happy guy. This is his way of telling you that I guess the challenge I would have it would be that, you know, if you wake up and you've got a big spittle of drool about to fall on your face, it would remind me of me and my yeah. brother when we were kids and you try to spit on each other, you know, yeah. spit in your, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that would be that. what I would think of. But, you know, the other things, the other concerns that I have when we have a really drooly kitty, because it's not as common, like you say, you know, we're not a basset hound, an English bulldog, cats. So some other concerns we have with excessive drooling are nausea, uh, dental disease, and like respiratory infections, things like that. But one of the dental concerns that in many cases that I'll look at, um, and if you haven't had his teeth looked at recently, I would encourage it because we can see a problem called root lesions, uh, which are basically the closest thing would be like cavities in humans where cats can get these holes in the enamel of their teeth and that can cause some pain and uh, other issues going on. So that could potentially... Uh, lead to more drooling than we might uh, tend to see or, you know, other causes of tummy upset. Okay. Um, but, you know, I'd say if if we tend to do this only in those situations when he's happy, uh, you, you just got a drooler on your, uh, <laughs> your hands and you're going to need yeah, a bib. I just continue to tell him I love him drooly, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Jenny, thank you so much for your call today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. one 405 8405 I'm a happy drooler. Yes, you are. Yeah, I am. You want to go to three? Let's go to three. We haven't given line three any attention today. I believe we have Linda on it. Hi, Linda. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you so much for taking my call. Where are you? I am in Phoenix, Arizona. Hmm, beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Temperatures in the 70s. I don't want to leave. I'm a truck driver, so I'm just passing through, and I definitely don't want to leave. <laughs> I can understand that. Where, where do you call home? Tennessee. Tennessee, also a nice place, though. Tennessee. Yes, but much colder. Yes, it is. Well, how are the pets? What's going on with the animals? I have a cat that rides in the truck with me. She's uh, about two and a half years old, Nellie. She's a tortoise shell. Hmm. That I, I, she was a stray. And um, she has a skin allergy, and I've taken her to the vet. She's been seen um, quite a few times. In fact, we go about every two months for her to get a cortisone shot. Okay. And this this last time she got the shot, it didn't seem to help as much as it has in the past. Her her skin just is very very flaky, even though I brush her all the time, and she she itches so much she she. 
bites at herself. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the the first thing. The second one is she eats only wet, uh, dry food. She won't eat any wet food. I even tried; they were super expensive. I tried people food. She only eats dry food, and so when she poops, um, her poops are like little round marbles. I don't oh, know if that's yikes. related to her her problems or not. She's the sweetest okay. thing. She looks like a, a big balloon with a small head because of all the, the cortisone, on am sure. Aww. But the poor thing is so, t- so miserable with, with, with life. Oh, <laughs> well, if she's by your side, she can't be that miserable. That's um, true. Now, t- Tell me about what's what what is the skin problem that she has other than the dryness that she, that makes you get the steroid shot. The um, vet says that she has I think it's called rodent lip. Ah, a where, rodent ulcer. Yes, yes. So that her lip right there underneath her nose it tucks in. It's like there's skin missing. It gives her the most quizzical look. It's just adorable. <laughs> but. Oh, she's talking to me. She wants to come down. Um, she's, but it, yeah, it's rodent, rodent ulcer. Right. Okay. Does she have other spots anywhere on her body, or is it just the lip that she gets? Just the lip. Okay, and that's basically when you kind of look at it, it's almost like someone gave her gave her a fat lip, <laughs> and uh, they're a little bit ulcerated, abraded on the inside of the mouth, and then it's just kind of pooched out and swollen. Yeah. Um, okay. There are some steps we can do, and for pets that don't respond really well to cortisone, one possibility is we can try to mix up the form of the steroid. And I find some dogs do, or some pets do better if uh, we maybe move away from plain old prednisone or methylprednisolone and try a different category, such as triamcinolone. Now, these may not mean anything to you, but in, in the veterinary world, um, you know, there are different products, and we might say, let's try a different one and see if that helps. Um, so that might be something to, to ask your veterinarian if uh, you can switch it up and try a different form of a steroid in a shot. Um, now, there are some pets that steroids don't help and don't do enough, and uh, a couple things that I would work on, and one especially because of the poop uh, balls that you're describing, I would really see about changing her diet um, because rodent ulcers can be a form of an allergic skin disease in, in cats. So we know that allergies can affect the skin, and they can also affect the intestinal tract. So it might be worthwhile to put her on a hypoallergenic diet and maybe go in more with a canned variety because if she does have a tendency towards dry stools and dehydration, I want to get all the extra fluids in her that we can, and a canned product might do that a little bit better. Um, But a lot of good hypoallergenic diets out there. I talked to your veterinarian, but um, we'd want to stick to something that's kind of new for her body, You know, maybe a duck uh, potato-based diet would be good. Sometimes um, some of the rice and uh, whitefish-based diet might be a way to go. Now, the other things that I will do for a pet with a rodent ulcer, and we might be talking about things as simple as flea control to make sure that we don't have any problems with that because a lot of kitties that have um, rodent ulcers can actually have some problems with fleas. So um, make sure you're using a really good regimen with that um, and on some regular programs because especially if you're traveling across state lines, you know, there's always that potential. Right. Now, we, we've been making sure we, we try to keep on top of that. I haven't seen a single flea on her. Good. Good. Now, and then if all of these other remedies aren't working, um, we can add in a medication called cyclosporine. 
Um, and that would be something that helps to kind of modify her immune system and her response to that. Um, but that would be kind of, I'd say, near my tail end of choices because I think that maybe trying a different steroid and maybe change in diet, I think that would be a very important step. And then, oh my gosh, I almost forgot. I gotta, I gotta ask you about your food bowls. Um, what kind of food bowls are you using for her? Oh, um, we have, um, One of the big things when we're dealing with rodent ulcers and allergies in cats is that plastics can tend to make some of those issues worse. So I would get rid of the plastic bowl and either go to a ceramic variety or just to get another stainless steel bowl because that can play a role as well. So give that a try. Definitely will. Okay. Well, very good. Hope that helps her out and gets that lip uh, swelling down there. This is Dr. Debbie. Give us a call at 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Aw, how old's your dog? She's six. She looks so young. She takes Everpup. What's Everpup? Everpup is a supplement made with all human ingredients that you put on their food. Such as? Probiotics, glucosamine, omega-3s. Wow. Yeah, it's for dogs of all ages and made in the U.S. My dog loves the taste. My vet loves what's in it. Can I try some? Yeah, you can even get the first jar free. Just go to everpup.com slash radio or call 844-E-V-E-R-P-U-P. Everpup. You've heard of Black Friday doorbuster deals. Well, don't miss Lumber Liquidator's floorbuster deals. Get incredible discounts on your favorite floors at one-time only prices. There's never been a better time to get a great deal on pre-finished hardwoods, hand-scraped hardwoods, gorgeous bamboo, top-quality laminates, and get 26-month special financing. Plus, get even more Floorbuster discounts in our stores. The sale ends Tuesday, so these deals will not wait until after the holidays. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you. I would like to invite you to participate in a brief survey on personal values. I'll make a statement, and you simply think agree or disagree. Ready? Here we go. Statement one. My life is complicated, so I appreciate simplicity. Agree or disagree? Two. I tend to make my own decisions, which may or may not be the popular ones. Three. When buying luxury products, I don't mind paying for the best, but I hate to overpay. Four. I value both form and function. And five. I value pure, clean design. Now, if you agreed with these statements... You are the type of person for whom the 2014 Bosch Kitchen was designed. With unrivaled European design, it's a kitchen designed around our mutual values. It's a kitchen designed around life, on your terms. The 2014 Bosch Kitchen, perfection in every detail. Step up to a Bosch Kitchen package of three or more appliances and get a 10% rebate. See the new Bosch Kitchen at your Bosch retailer. Hi, this is Carrie Annie Nava from Dance with the Stars. Don't forget to stay new to your animals, and you're listening to Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Well, it is that time of the season again. I still have so much turkey in my refrigerator, and I will for the next two or three weeks, I'm sure. <laughs> but Christmas shopping, time to do that and I don't know if any of you spent yesterday morning up early. I mean, they're starting even earlier than oh, Black Friday now. It's oh, they're doing it on Thursday now, on Thanksgiving. On yes. That's so, crazy. How many of you actually went out on Thanksgiving shopping? Let's see a show of hands. Nope. Nope. No, no way. way. Okay. No way. Good for you. 
Uh, they try to get it earlier and earlier every year. Uh, we have on today's show, uh, Carolyn Gracie will be joining us in just a few minutes from QVC. And she is, of course, the pet-friendly host over there always. And I know that, Joey, you've, you've hung out with her on QVC a few times. So you, it'll be like old buds getting back together. She's great. Tammy, what are you working on in the newsroom? Well, you know, our animals find all kinds of ways to show us how much they love us. But I'm going to tell you about a little little beagle mix guy in Texas. Well, he just he was not going to be denied in showing his person how much he loved and cared for him. And this story is just absolutely incredible. Hey, I can't wait for that. Let's hit the phones. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. This portion of Animal Radio is underwritten by EverPup. It's a supplement made with all human ingredients that you sprinkle on your dog's food. It's made in the U.S. Dogs love the taste, and vets love what's in it. And you can get your first jar free. Wow. How much is that? Free. Free. That's our price. I like that. That's a good price. Head on over to EverPup. That's E-V-E-R-P-U-P dot com slash radio. EverPup dot com slash radio. Or call 844-EVERPUP. EverPup. Good stuff. Uh, I know Ladybug just swears by that. It's going to keep her forever a pup. She she loves the taste of it, too. You she does, and she is a finicky girl. I tell you, if it passes her taste test, then it's good stuff. Let's head to the phones. Hey, Robert, where are you calling from today? Chicago, Illinois. Is it a windy city today? No, it's, it's not windy today. It's fine. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful place. Okay, well, I got the good doctor right here. What's going on? Well, we have a dog and a miniature pincher and a cat. The dog is traveling with me. I'm, I'm a truck driver, so the whole week I'm, I'm going with the dog. And okay. uh, when when I come back on the, on the weekends, the the cat is peeing in a in a dog's bed, and for in like the dog's last, bed. I don't know, maybe month or something like that. We we didn't have that problem problem before, but just just last month that that started to happen. And the cat cat uh, it was she she's sick, so I don't know what what we could do. Okay, so just so I'm clear, when you're away, the dog is with you, and the cat's yes. fine, but when you return home with the dog, the cat is urinating in the dog's bed or your bed? In the dog's bed. In the dog's bed. And this only yes. is when the dog is returned to the house? Yes. Oh, that sounds naughty. <laughs> what a naughty kitty. <laughs> you know, when, when we come back, you know, dog, dog is after, after being uh, five days in the truck, he, he wants to play with, the, with my daughter. And uh, the, he wants to play with the cat. When before I started to drive, you know, the, doing the trucking, they they were home all the time and they were playing, you know, without the problems. They are together for like four or five years. So I mm-hmm. started driving a year ago, and and the, that and the, the the trouble started last last month with the, with the cat. We we were not sure what what we can okay. do and why. All right. Well, I, I think a lot of this is going to be driven out of marking um, territories and resources. And, and and I laugh because it's such a naughty kitty. It just seems like such a blatant thing, like saying, this is mine. This is my spot. And, you know, you may be back, but this is still my spot. So some of the things that I might ask you to do might be a little bit challenging. Um, now, when, um, when your dog is around, um, where does your cat eat? Uh, where does he eat? Yeah, where's the, your cat's food bowl? Um, we have a cradle for a, for a cat because she's scratching the furniture a little bit, and we have a lot of furniture, so we put her for a night in uh, into her cradle, and that's that's where her uh, food is. 
But okay, uh, so you know the the dog is he, eating the the cat food sometimes okay. also. Yeah, they do that. <laughs> they definitely do. Yeah. Okay, so this, there's a couple things I would have you do. Now, one of the things that you can do when your dog is away is I'd like you to start feeding your cat inside the dog's bed. So okay. actually put the food inside the bed in a bowl, um, not just laying in the bed, and, and to start to use this as a feeding site for your kitty. Now, that's going to do two things. It's going to make her less apt to want to urinate there in the future because, you know, cats are tidy animals and we don't want to soil where the food is. Now, ideally, what I would ask you to do is to get two different beds and to provide one of the beds for the kitty and make that kind of her spot um, where she can um, have a very similar out, um, environment to the dog's bed and, and see if she will claim that and accept that as her own without marking on the dog's spot. The other thing we can do um, is going to be a little bit more challenging is we can, we can try to make the environment um, uh, on, the, on the opposite end of the spectrum, we can make the environment around the dog's bed unappealing to the kitty. Um, so sometimes we can do things like uh, motion activated, uh, uh, like compressed air canisters and uh, turning uh, plastic uh, runners upside down around that area. Um, those kind of things will be useful to keep kitty away, but they may keep your dog away from that as well. So you, you have to kind of keep that, keep that in mind. Um, the other thing that I'd really ask you to do is to pick up, um, some kitty pheromone, um, diffusers. Now these are plug-in dispensers that don't give off smells like lilacs and, and uh, vanilla, French vanilla. They're going to give off, um, a, a scent hormone that you cannot detect, but cats can, and it can help kind of calm them. And when we're having some territorial or cat behavior issues, it's something we like to use in the area where the problem is occurring. So in the zone where the dog bed is. Um, and that would definitely be something that I would like to see you try. And then also making sure that the kitty's food is out of dog's reach because we don't want to create any other competitions. Um, if kitty feels like she's got to uh, claim other resources in the house, such as her food, um, sleeping sites, um, all of that kind of stuff, it might make some more um, behavior problems more likely. So get make sure that food is elevated for kitty where the dog can't get to it. Um, and then um, also give her you know some other sites where she can kind of perch and look out and look down on her subjects, especially the dog in the household. Because um, cats like to get up high and she'll feel more secure and she'll be less apt to need to feel to mark her territory. Um, so that's all we need for cats. You know, a lot of times it's all mental play. It's making them feel and recognize that they are the kings and queens of our house. And as long as everything is cool, or as long as they're the kings and queens, everything is cool. So um, those are some of the ways you can kind of help that happen. Okay. Well, we're going to try. We're going to try everything. So thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks for your call. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Cats are known for napping, but a hard-working cat in Kinokawa, Japan, has been promoted to a special position. Seven-year-old Tama has been named Special Station Master by the Wakayama Electric Railway. Two other cats were named deputy station masters, and all three of them are taking their work very seriously. Their work entails welcoming passengers at the train station. Tama wears his little railway cap, of course, and the other two cats just wear their normal fur. 
The operator of the shop at the station had been taking care of the cats, but now the railway company is picking up the tab for these hard-working felines for a job well done. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. How much time a week do you spend watching TV? More than you probably should? What if you could cut back just a fraction of that time to do something that could change your life, like learn another language? If learning a language appeals to you, you're listening to this station at the perfect time because Rosetta Stone is celebrating its Language for Life event with a life-changing offer. We're offering every caller an absolutely free demo. Yes, a free demo. To try your free demo now, you must call 1-800-954-9627. With Rosetta Stone, nothing stands in your way to learning a new language. No books, rote memorization, or boring drills. Quite simply, it's the fastest, easiest way to learn a new language, guaranteed. There's never been a better time to get started. Participate in the Language for Life event with a free demo from Rosetta Stone. Call 1-800-954-9627. For your free demo, call 1-800-954-9627. 1-800-954-9627. You know canine caviar for their great human-grade ingredients in your dog's food. We now continue that tradition and excellent pet nutrition with seven single-serving cat food trays. We love our cats and dogs, and that's why we're featuring all human-grade tuna, salmon, and chicken proteins with other hand-chosen ingredients to promote proper nutrition. They're in environmentally friendly, recyclable, BPA-free plastic trays. Look for canine and feline caviar products at your local pet supply store or online. For more information, call 800-392-7898. I'd say 10, 4, 5, 12. How many different beers do you think Sam Adams brews in a year? I think Sam Adams brews about 10 different beers. I can think of the Boston Lager. Summer Ale? October Cherry Wheat. Ooh, Cherry Wheat. Rebel IPA. Sam Adams brews over 60 different styles of beer a year. I'm shocked. This is crazy. So obviously we were wrong. I had no idea Sam Adams made this many. These, these go up against some of the best beers across the world. I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> this definitely changes my perspective on Sam Adams. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Take it responsibly. The movie. Six Second Review starts now. A killer thriller about the news and its thirst for blood. It's Nightcrawler's Jake Gyllenhaal that'll have you hooked. The bench. The wait is over. Frank and Lloyd are back and dumberer than ever. Dumb and Dumber 2 now playing. This is an animal radio news update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Tammy Trujillo. There are now official guidelines here in the U.S. on how to deal with cats and dogs that may have been exposed to humans with Ebola. Experts don't think cats or dogs are able to get the disease or spread it. But the American Veterinary Medical Association says that if an animal is exposed, state health officials should evaluate the extent of the exposure through questions, things like where the pet sleeps or where it's gone outside the home. And based on those answers, the CDC would then help decide whether to quarantine the pet. Actual testing would only happen if the CDC says, but an animal that tests positive for the virus and not just the antibodies would be euthanized. So far, only one dog's been quarantined in the U.S. That was Bentley, and he was safely returned to his person, nurse Nina Pham, in Dallas after she recovered from Ebola. Now, if you remember the nurse in Spain who recovered from Ebola, but whose dog Excalibur was killed by Spanish health authorities, she's suing. Teresa Romero's lawsuit seeks the equivalent of $186,000 for the loss of her dog and another $186,000 for damage done to her name. 
Excalibur was killed even though he showed no signs of the disease and despite an international petition to save him that had nearly 400,000 signatures. Well, here's a story that demonstrates just how much a dog can love. A little beagle mix named Buddy, he hitched a 20-mile ride on the step of an ambulance that was taking his person to the emergency room. This happened in San Angelo, Texas. A driver flagged down the ambulance to let them know the little dog was riding on the step. The ambulance crew stopped, and they brought the dog inside, and he made the trip to the ER with his person, an 85-year-old man who had called the ambulance because he felt dizzy. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned, with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order, with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. At Stella and Chewy's, they're dedicated to the simple proposition that pets should be healthy and happy. Their commitment to quality starts with their ingredients. Every Stella and Chewy's product is made with raw, naturally raised meat, poultry, or fish, sourced from USDA-inspected facilities without added hormones or antibiotics. Unlike commercial pet food, which is one of the most highly processed products on the planet with much of its nutritional value cooked away, Stella and Chewy's dog and cat food is nutritious and delicious. Learn more at StellaandChewy's.com. For all of you who are inspired to create your own unique holiday cards and gifts. For all of you, there's Vistaprint.com. At Vistaprint.com, creating personalized holiday cards is simple. Choose from hundreds of designs and add your own photos and special messages. And there's 60% off. Plus, personalized one-of-a-kind gifts are also up to 60% off. It's our best deal of the season. But hurry, offer ends December 7th. The only way to get this incredible deal is to go to Vistaprint.com, click the microphone in the upper right corner, and enter code RADIO60. Vistaprint.com, code RADIO, the word 60. So much has changed since Geico started saving people money over 75 years ago. We weren't attached to our smartphones like today. Smartphones didn't exist. If you wanted to talk to someone, you just hollered out your back door. Hey, Darla, want to go steady? No chance? Okay, then. We had no privacy. But hey, with GEICO, we always had good car insurance. GEICO, saving people money on car insurance for over 75 years. It's Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets toll-free. Here's the number, 1-866-405-8405. You can also ask your questions from the Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. It's a free download. Thanks to the folks over at Dr. Fosters and Smith. And uh, this week, over at our Facebook page for Wacky Wednesday. Yeah, we're having Wacky Wednesday. We took it off last week because of the Thanksgiving a holiday. And we didn't take it off. We just changed the focus of it. But this week, we're looking again for your Wacky Wednesday pictures of your pets and if you don't have wacky pictures of your pets we'll just at least head on over there and vote for some of the wacky pictures up for grabs this weekend we have from west paw design we have the bumper bed the bumper bed yeah now this is a neat bed it's a bed and it has like a big soft bumper around it so they can really snuggle down in it we have one here in the studio i saw that and it, you know it doesn't matter if it's a cat or a dog they both love it so this could be for either animal and then they're also giving away a dog toy they have an elephant it's a little stuffed elephant it's totally tossable and it's antimicrobial 
material. So Wow. Yes, so your pet can just chew it and it won't be all icky and, uh, while they're laying in their new soft bumper bed. By Westpaw Designs. Thank you, guys. I want, I want a bumper bed. <laughs> I'm telling you. It looks like, I'm looking at one right like now. It looks like I would be nice and cuddly. Yeah, we want an extra, 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 extra large one. So head on over to the Facebook page at Animal Radio to uh, pick up on that and vote for your Wacky Wednesday pictures. And uh, right now, so glad to welcome to the airwaves Carolyn Gracie from QVC. Hi, Carolyn. How are you doing? Hi, Al. Are we doing a live talk set right now? Isn't that unbelievable? You know I what? I was told this was going to be taped, but this is even more fun. We're living on the edge here at how Animal Radio. How have you I should confess to everybody who's listening, Hal and my husband and I go way back. Oh, yeah, not, not too, don't put the years down, <laughs> but it's almost 30 years. We only had two cats. That's how far back that was. Well, now, how many cats do you have now? Oh, well, you know, I never actually confess how many pets I really have, because from time to time we have fosters, which makes the number even more large. Ooh. But let's just say it's a little bit like Dr. Doolittle here. Everybody gets <laughs> along. We have dogs and cats. We have bunnies. We even have chinchillas now, two of those. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Now, how do you end up with chinchillas? Well, they were, you know, they ended up at a shelter. My animals all come from pet shelters, and as you guys know, they wind up there for various reasons. Somebody passes away, or... Somebody moves. Actually, people do move and leave their pets behind, which I find very horrible. Oh, I can't believe Um, that. Terrible. People get baby bunnies for Easter, and then, you know, like magic, they get big, and uh, then they think they can release them into a park, and they'll just survive eating grass, which is certainly not the case. So I have them for all different kinds of reasons, and um, we all get along great. It's a lot of fun. And does your husband enjoy the animals, too? Does he? I just don't picture him as a big animal lover. <laughs> you know my husband. Actually, uh, when we met, we actually did both have just one cat, and then his cat ran away, so then we got another one, and as I... You know, worked in radio in Los Angeles. I started to meet all kinds of wonderful people who were involved with pet rescue, like yourself. And I volunteered at the LA Zoo and lots of different things. And we just, you know, ended up uh, acquiring pets here and there and everywhere. And I volunteered a lot at rescues and learned how to take care of them. I feel like I'm almost a veterinarian, but not quite. <laughs> not, certainly not a vet, but I have so many friends that are vets that I've learned a lot of do-it-yourself things at home. So. You incorporate animals on your show. Sometimes you do these uh, pet segments where you have either pet products on QVC, but you're always bringing, like you brought in Joey over here, Joey Volani. What'd you go in for, Joey? That's right. You brought me in. You, uh... yeah, Joey, he did great. Well, Joey brought an awfully cute little dog. See, here's the trick. Yes. When you bring a really cute pet, the item always sells out. <laughs> <laughs> well, almost always. There you go. <laughs> but, you know, we actually have a pet category at QVC that is uh, filled with really great products, and we're growing it all the time. Some of them that, uh, along with, with Joey's product, that have done really well recently, um, the Neater Feeder, which I know oh, yeah. is available at retail now, but he kind of launched it at QVC. Yep. And he now has a new item called the Neater Scooper, which is a really cool new thing uh, that makes it easier to keep your cat boxes clean. Oh, I have to uh, check that one out. We have um, something called Polar Bowls. It's really not a good idea to put ice cubes in your pet's water for a number of reasons, which I won't go into. So what these polar bowls do is they keep the water cold without having to put ice inside, which is great. Mm. So it's, it's a lot of fun. And uh, I get to bring my dogs sometimes oh. to uh, kind of demo the products, if you will. Isn't that <laughs> rough? always a lot of fun. Well, the, the, the pet industry, first of all, is now about a $60 billion a year industry. And it yeah. seems like in the last 10 years that you're seeing a lot less big companies getting into the business and 
a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people who have given up their day job or got canned in the recession and decided they have a great pet product. Have you noticed just a lot of individual people coming up with great ideas and starting their own pet businesses? Yes, and I think it's great. I really do. Uh, I think that... Um as with all entrepreneurs, people come up with ideas of products that they wish they had and they can't find anywhere mm-hmm. or that nobody else has made available yet. So, you know, there's some very creative people out there who obviously are pet lovers as well, and they're either looking for something that's a safer version or a longer-lasting version or, you know, something to keep their pets entertained. You know, a lot of us now are very busy and we're gone all day. We have, you know, mom and dad both working and and, you know, we're working to, you know, nobody knows what at what age they can even retire anymore, right? So, you mm-hmm. know, we're all gone a lot. And mm-hmm. so it's nice to have really great things to keep your pets entertained and occupied while you're at home. Uh, and then certainly I always tell people, don't buy a dog toy and just toss it in your dog's crate and say, have fun, see you later, because that's not what a dog toy is for. A dog toy is to interact with your dog. But I think that, you know, there are also nice little um, comfy, comfort home things that we can leave our pet with while we're gone and then certainly still have a lot of good quality time with them when we come home. I appreciate you spending time with us today. I encourage people to check you out on QVC. What time do you go on? Oh, gosh, it varies, but uh, people can generally always see me on Tuesday mornings from 9 to noon Eastern Time. Okay. And uh, Wednesday afternoon, I'm generally on, sorry, generally on anywhere from uh, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and then always Sunday morning from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern as well. So, uh, it's exciting and fun, and, and, you know, we, we love pets at QVC. The other thing I wanted to mention too, Hal, is that, um, I have a really great Facebook page, Carolyn Gracie QVC, which has uh, a lot. I have a link to your page on my page, by the way. Uh, but we have a lot of uh, folks who love to post their pets' pictures there. And we have every Monday a little featured blog called the Paw Parazzi. Get it? Yeah. A.W. Parazzi <laughs> Showcase, which kind of shows off our viewers' uh, uh, Facebook pet pictures. Uh, we pick uh, a bunch of them to show every Monday on my page as well. So, you know, it's all about pets, you know, with me all the time. Yeah, and I'm going to put links to uh, the Facebook page and the Twitter account, all of these things over at AnimalRadio.com for you to check awesome. out, Carolyn Gracie. Get your gifts this year over at QVC if you can. Thank you, I, that's what I'm saying. And you know what I like is you try your things, too. We Before we talk about anything on the air here, we make sure that we try it at home because we don't want to refer uh, a product that we don't believe in ourselves. So I'm glad yeah. you do that over there. Well, and I certainly have a lot of uh, little furry furballs here that love to try out new things. And, um, you know, usually it's something that they love. But if not, you know, then we don't want to have somebody else's doggy trying it either. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to share with you is that uh, you know, we do uh, highly recommend, and I know a lot of your guests say this, that um, especially around the holiday time of the year to do a couple of things. First of all, make sure that your pets have kind of a little safe house if you're having a lot of guests oh, over. Yeah. A lot of pets get a little nervous when you have strangers or guests in the house that they don't know. And also, please, 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 people, do not feed your pets holiday treats, uh, especially not chocolate. Uh, give your dog something that is a healthy treat. A lot of folks have things like Vitamixes and, um, you know, they, they make up their own dog treats at home, which is awesome. Yeah. Dr. Debbie, you say you see a lot of cases of pancreatitis this time of year? Oh, 
we sure do. Because a lot of times people think, oh, I like these foods. My dog likes it too. But, you know, they can have toxic things like onions in them, mm-hmm. um, garlic, all those kind of things. Like, yeah, we make things okay. Have yourself a safe and wonderful holiday. Carolyn Gracie joining us from QVC. I'll put links to everything that she's talked about today over at AnimalRadio.com. And let's head back to the phones next. one 405 for your calls for Dr. Debbie or Dog Father Joey Volani right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. This portion of Animal Radio is underwritten by the fine folks over at Stella and Chewy's. Check out the raw frozen dinners in these little eight and a half ounce packages with six small patties inside and a Stella Super Beef, the Chewy's Chicken, the Duck Duck Goose, and the Phenomenal Pheasant. All yours, where Stella and Chewy's is sold. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the honor of presenting to you the dog father, Joey Volani. Hey, so I want to talk about um, dogs that um, come in extremely knotted. And then have to get clipped down, oh, yeah. um, especially dogs that have matted ears. Those are um, a pain, aren't they? Well, it, it's 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 not only a pain, but it can it can cause a lot of uh, a lot of problems if not taken care of right away. And uh, unfortunately, I hate to say this, the groomers don't always um, aren't too proactive on dealing with it after the fact. And this is what I mean. When a dog has heavy, heavy matted ears that actually weigh them down a little bit, your pet gets used to the weight of the, of the mats on the ears, so that's normal. What happens is when you have to get rid of it and you eliminate probably more weight of hair than the ears actually weigh themselves, it doesn't feel right to them. And even if it doesn't cause any irritation at all, because they're so light, the dog feels like it's missing something. So its natural reaction is going to be to shake its head and shake its head and shake its head. The problem, what, what happens is it forces the blood into the ends of the ears, which causes a hematoma, which is, in, you know, in sense is, is a giant blood blister. Two things happen. Either they burst themselves and you have blood all over your walls and floors, or you have to go to the veterinarian and have them lanced. And there's a very, very easy solution. If your groomer didn't already take care of it or tell you that, you know, you can have a problem you need to watch out for, what you do is if you get a sock or a stocking and you actually cut the closed end off of either one and put it around your pet's head. Now, what it's going to do is when the pet shakes, it's going to hold the ears tight to the skin. So they're not going to flap around and you're not going to get the um, blood to get pushed to the edges of the ear. Eventually, your pet is going to get used to it and is going to realize um, that um, you know that something's different, and they're going to stop shaking their head. And you can usually take the sock or the stocking off within a couple of hours. And if that doesn't work, put it on for a couple more hours, and you just got to kind of monitor your pet to see when they stop shaking their heads. If you do that, it'll save a lot of heartache. Number one for the pet, for you, and the um, cleaning that you're going to have to do in in your home if 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 it ever um you know. Know, if they ever break, and I've seen them, I've seen them break. Sometimes um, it could happen in a matter of minutes. This isn't something that takes a long time. If a dog is shaking his head, um, you know, pretty profusely, what'll happen is it, it could happen in the course of a couple of minutes, and you'll see it. They'll they'll, they'll swell up three, four, five, six times their um, their normal size, and it's it's just normal because they, it feels funny to them. Wow, that's such a 
a neat tip. I've never heard of anything like that. I guess I haven't dealt with dogs with long, floppy ears. Well, you know, if, I'll tell you, a lot of groomers, especially new groomers, will haven't experienced the situation of it. Uh, they'll send the pets home, and people just think that the pet's shaking their head because it's um, there's no hair on the ears. Well, that's that's the whole reason, but they don't know the aftermath of what happens um, afterwards. And instead of you know you having the problem, be a little. The groomer, if they're not proactive with it, you'd be a little bit more proactive. Put that sock or that stocking on. And then comb and brush your dog's ears so we don't have the problem again. Mm, I learned so much from you. I'm glad. I'm glad, I'm glad I could be of assistance to This is Jane Lynch on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your animal. Spay or neuter. Let me say that again. You don't want to do both. Spay or neuter. Let me say it again. Can I do that? You can do whatever you want. Oh, God bless. I'm going to try it one more time. Hi, this is Jane Lynch on Animal Radio. Please spay or neuter your animal. I love it. You do so good early in the morning. I, my <laughs> I'm mouth so caffeinated right now, can I tell you? I'm yeah. barely holding it together. Well, you're awesome. <laughs> you're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. You know your pet's so cute. Why don't you enter them now in the Kimpton Hotels' fourth annual pet photo contest? Up for grabs, the ultimate hospitality getaway. Three nights at any Kimpton Hotel plus airfare for two on JetBlue. Got to enter before November 30th at KimptonHotels.com slash pet contest. <laughs> hey, Dennis. Hi, Dr. Debbie. How are you today? Well, hey, I'm doing super. What well, do you got too. going on with you? I'm just out here moving traders all around the country right now. All right. Well, bless your heart, man. You can do some hard work. <laughs> got, what can uh, I help you with? I have a three-year-old American bulldog. She's a female. She's a sweetheart. Uh, what she's been doing is, like, not all the time. We During the day, of course, I'm gone in the truck a lot. My wife works. My wife takes her out a couple times in the morning before she goes to work. And she stays in the house. We live down in Texas. It's hot. Uh, she sleeps in the bed with us. So when we're not there, she sleeps in the bed when we're not there. Uh-huh. Every once in a while, she will pee in the bed. Oh, yikes. And then last night, my wife had taken her out around 9 or 10 o'clock at night. And uh, she romped around with our other dog and all that. And my wife brought her back in. She's got a big pet bed behind her recliner. So usually... Her name's June, the, the dog. She goes back there, gets in that bed, and sleeps behind my wife's chair. Well, my wife fell asleep in the chair watching TV last night. Since she woke up, she heard water running. It was uh, June. She peed in that bed. Holy cow. Enough yeah. to hear water running. That's pretty bad. Yeah, well, she's 80 pounds. <laughs> it's a flood of water. <laughs> right. Oh, my. Okay. So, so another, I mean, She's healthy. She's, you know, we take her to the vet and all that. She's not a real active dog, you know, being a bulldog. She is an American bulldog. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, some of them can be really active, very athletic dogs, so, yeah. Well, they can be. Uh, I know a lot of them pull, you know, and, and do stuff like that. I mean, she's all muscle. Uh-huh. Uh, she's already okay. having trouble with her hips and her knees, so. Oh, dear. And she wrong, so- but, uh. She sleeps like a log when she goes to sleep. Of course, with that 
face and everything. I forgot the word for it, but, you know, she'll snore and all that. <laughs> I just wonder if she just sleeps so hard that sometimes if she wakes up, she doesn't even realize where she's at. If she has to be, uh-huh. you know, I know sometimes dogs, and she does it excessively. Okay. Does she have any accidents currently where she's, does she seem to have any problems where your wife or or yourself notice her peeing inside the house like she's uh, squatting and you catch her in the act? Okay. All right. Usually nine times out of ten she'll go to the back door and park. Okay. We pretty much know her schedule, you know. She goes out in the morning and then if somebody's home during the day she'll go out two or three different times, but if nobody's home she'll, she can make it from eight o'clock in the morning till about six or seven o'clock in the evening. Okay, fabulous. Okay, well, you, you had asked there, Dennis, whether it's normal for dogs, if they're sleeping hard, to, to have uh, these kind of accidents at night. And, and the answer is no, it's not normal. Um, no, so, I, didn't, you know, uh, I, I thought that was so strange that she would be where she would sleep. I mean, that's really yeah. So it's not normal, meaning that we don't dismiss it as saying, okay, that's all right. So this is actually a problem that we deal with, and sometimes a little bit more in female dogs than in male dogs, but we can see it in males as well. And and the thing that for me that really kind of is hitting home is that you're describing that she's not having accidents when she's awake. Um, she's having normal urine function right now, and it's only really when she's sleeping and relaxed. And we do see some dogs that can have a problem with sphincter control control when they're sleeping. So what can happen is that that bladder, it just kind of gets a little leaky and they'll leak urine usually when they're sleeping or if they're getting up from a lying or a seated position and then they look down and go, oh, where did that come from? I didn't do that. Um, and this is kind of characteristic for this, that at other times their urination functions are completely normal. So the good news is that this in many cases can be helped. Um, I always would like to get a urine sample, make sure there's no infection, there's no problems going on when we notice this. But for many dogs, it's just a matter of getting them on some medication to help uh, tighten up that urinary sphincter. Um, and uh, there's a couple different ways we go with that. It's one most common type is a phenylpropanolamine-containing uh, dr- uh, medication. Um, there's one called Proin on the on the market, um, and that can help dramatically for a lot of dogs that deal with this. And and uh, uh, that's usually given twice a day to dogs that have this type of problem. For female dogs, there's kind of a secondary drug that we can tap into. It's called DES. It's an estrogen-based drug, and uh, that, for some dogs, we have to add that into the mix of things if the other medicine doesn't do the trick. And uh, But the good news is that this is definitely something that can be treated. You don't want to ignore it um, because a leaky dog can also develop skin infections and vaginal infections. So you definitely want to make sure you get this addressed. See your vet, get a urine sample checked, and then, if necessary, get her on this medicine. And I can tell you, my own little girl, who's now, well, she's 12 now. She's not little anymore. She's has this problem, and um, she's actually on a combination of the two medications to control it. If not, then we get a wet bed. Um, so uh, I can feel your pain, and uh, it's probably a better alternative to get her on some medication than to have to move your mattress to the backyard. So uh, I definitely encourage getting this looked at, Dennis. Thanks for your call, Dennis. There you go. It's flown by once again. I want to thank Carolyn Gracie. What a wonderful lady that is. Check her out on QVC. Mary Krupa, I learned so much about you and your squirrels and your squirrels nuts. Probably more than I wanted to know. Uh, Lisa Hennessy, amazing cookbook. Thank you for all joining us today. If you want to learn more about these people, head on over to AnimalRadio.com and at our website. Download the Animal Radio app, in fact, while you're at it. It's a free download for 
your iPhone or your Android or your BlackBerry, and you can ask your questions all week long of Dr. Debbie and Dogfather Joey Volani. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here on this fine station. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network.